0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, your on-air Ladies Bible Study event. This is the show that will help inspire you to get into the Bible, help you understand it and see how much it relates to your everyday life. Each week, you'll be refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode number 83, Perfecting the Pivot. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 83, along with any other links mentioned in the show. For our Inbox Talk this week, I'm sharing with you a message sent by Heather from Ontario, Canada. She sent, Thanks, Sherry. Your shows are keeping me going in my walk with God. Well, Heather, I'm so glad you haven't stopped moving ahead in your relationship with Christ. That's the way of the overcomer. I'm honored that God is using the Soul H2O devotions to keep propelling you forward. Let's dive in after today's music, pick, song, and commercials to this week's Soul H2O devotion so that you can get refreshed. Let me. looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things, and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Fade strong today's good company. With me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on JOY. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, today's episode, Perfecting the Pivot, isn't about ballet, but with a title like this, it very well could have been. When you search YouTube videos and type in how to pivot, you'll find videos for tips on how to pivot in ballet, jazz, tap or hip hop. And then there's a whole listing of videos on how to pivot in sports like basketball, hockey and soccer. Almost every athletic endeavor out there utilizes a pivot move and soccer actually calls their midfielder position the pivot player. There's also lots of videos and articles on how to write the perfect pivotal scene for a play, movie or fictional book. Pivots happen everywhere. When I first went to search how to pivot, I was thinking about basketball since once upon a time, a long time ago, seemingly like in a world far, far away, I played basketball for my school team. Now, I wasn't very good and probably fulfilled the position as the worst player on the team and definitely the shortest, but it's amazing how much better I got after one pivotal game in our team's career. I had intercepted the ball and was dribbling down the hardwood. When I got to center court, I kind of panicked, feeling like I should pass the ball off before I messed the move up. As I looked around at my teammates to find someone open, there was no one open. Everyone was securely guarded. More panic struck as I felt that there was no one to pass the ball to and somehow thought that it would be better for this five foot, three and a half weakling of a player to take a shot from center court. I eyed up the net, lifted up the ball, and as I released, I could hear my coach scream, Fletch, no! To his shock and definitely everyone watching the game, I sunk the basket My teammates came running, high fives and hugging. Kids in the stands were cheering. It was one of those Bad News Bear movie moments where the crazy underdog actually does something right. Now, I'm not saying that from that point on, I became like the famous basketball player of the time, Magic Johnson. But something changed in my brain that day. In that pivotal moment, I recognized that I could actually do things right. Within me was the ability to succeed. I honestly don't think I had ever given that thought space in my brain before that moment. It may seem strange to you, but in grade nine at center court, one of the most pivotal moments of my life happened. But this show, Perfecting the Pivot, isn't about basketball or play pots, but it is talking about something equally as difficult as mastering a basket from center court, not just a fluke shot, or performing a ballet pivot on one toe. Today's episode is all about performing a personal pivot, the act of changing your direction when you've been marching full speed ahead. Like many people, I experienced pivotal changes during the pandemic. Seriously, that's such an understatement. A large majority of people have had their lives turned upside down and all around so much so that the word pivot has become a buzzword of sorts. I feel like I've spent this whole pandemic time perfecting the pivot, and that's what this show is all about. I want to share with you just a tip of the iceberg in what God's been teaching me about learning to be flexible, malleable, and poised to change as we listen to His direction. Years ago, during a time when I came to understand that I needed to pivot— I read a verse that changed my life, and God has used it time and again to remind me of it, that it's okay. These course corrections aren't necessarily signs of disobedience or lack of faith, although sometimes that's why we end up in the need to pivot, but not always. The verse that God used to comfort my heart about needing to change my direction and pivot is found in Isaiah 30, verse 21, when God says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This verse, no matter the translation you read in it, gives the connotation that God is behind you saying, hey girl, you're supposed to go over here or over there. God doesn't seem mad or annoyed. It's as if he's just tapping you on the shoulder before you go too far out of his plans or timing for your life and reroutes your internal GPS to get you where you need to go. I experienced this phenomenon the first two weeks of the pandemic. Pre-pandemic, my main source of income was public speaking. I love being in large groups and inspiring people to see how God's word speaks into their lives today. How the people of the Bible were real and that they had the same heart desires and aspirations for them and for their children, just like we do. They're equally messed up as we are, and that's why we can learn from them. I get excited to see the change in someone's life during the course of a three-day retreat. It's astounding what God can do in such a short period of time. Helping people see their God-given purpose is a privilege. A group of girlfriends and I were scheduled to leave for Kenya the last week of March to speak at a women's conference, but had to cancel the trip in the first week of March as news spread about the coronavirus. My heart was broken as this trip was going to fill a dream I'd had for years. I've been involved with helping people from different nations within Africa financially and through my prayers, but I've longed to physically go and share God's love. The second week of March was supposed to be the launch of Refresh, the Soul H2O Sisterhood, a membership group for women to help build confident Christian women of faith through online community, online learning, and live events. Kind of like a discipleship program for women to grow into the purposes of God for their lives. This is a program I had been building for over a year. The online portal was ready. The team was assembled, trained and ready to get busy. We were all pumped and excited, but the closer it got to launching, the worse the news about COVID-19 sounded. The very day we were put into lockdown here in Ontario was the very first day of promoting refresh. People were full of fear. Visions of the Spanish flu from the early 1900s began surfacing everywhere, with mass graves and over 50 million deaths. Imagining it would be the same rate of deaths, thinking that with our current population that over 220 million people would lose their lives, it was just overwhelming. Thankfully, the death toll has not been anywhere near that high, but regardless... People didn't know that back then. No one wanted to sign up for a program like this because we couldn't have had the events that we were promoting, and sadly, many thought that they would possibly die. It was a really confusing time for me. I had worked so hard to prepare for the launch of Refresh. I thought I was fulfilling one of God's call on my life to create online courses and provide an online community for women to grow in their faith. Did I hear wrong from God? Was I leading the team astray? By Wednesday of that week, we knew that it was not the timing to launch Refresh. When I talked with the girls, they knew I was really down and questioning God's call. Instead of just telling me to scrap everything, they encouraged me to open up the planned first online event for the Thursday night to anyone who wanted to attend a Bible study. One of the girls reminded me of Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Another said, maybe this is part of our Esther experience, being ready and positioned to help for such a time as this. I knew they were right. I knew that God had positioned us for such a time as this. And that verse from Esther 4.14 motivates us even to this day. We were shocked by the interest. After a couple weeks of random online Bible studies, we knew this pandemic wasn't going to be over quickly and we're still here. The team encouraged me to run a temporary group until the pandemic was over, we thought. A refresh light, they said, a free group. We called it the Soul H2O Splash Hydrating at Home. Weekly, I led the women through my first book, Water in the Desert. We ended up having over 200 women join in and the results were nothing short of miraculous. The online study through my book inspired me to create the Traveling Through the Desert with You online course. We transition Soul H2O Splash to monthly events and have our next online Bible study Thursday night, October 28th. Our Dress Up to Know Who You Are event is open to all women. You can find links on today's show notes, and I hope to see you there. When I see where God has taken me through pivot after pivot, I can see how he was allowing me to walk out Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. The team and I submitted our ways to him and God made the path super straight to follow. (laughs) My the <laughs> Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the My Joy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on demand programs and podcasts, an in app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24 hour live stream. Get the My Joy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. I've shared just some of my pivotal moments, but let me just encourage you with hope that it's not just me and it's not just you who has had to pivot. Many people in the Bible have experienced this same struggle to perfect the pivot as life gave them reason to change. In Genesis 3, Adam and Eve had to leave the garden where they had been living for a long time, from what we can understand. We're not sure exactly how long, but this was a major pivot for them. Life completely changed as a result of their poor choices. All would have seemed lost, but God always has a plan, and it was even hinted in at how he killed an animal to make clothing to cover over their nakedness. In Genesis 12, verses 1 to 4, we read how God told Abraham at 75 years of age to leave his country, his people, and his family, and to go to the land that God would show him. No maps no GPS, no details. Just go with the promise that God would make him into a great nation and that God would bless him. God would make his name great and he would be a blessing. Actually, God said that all people on the earth would be blessed through Abraham. Then Genesis 12 verse 4 says, So Abram left as the Lord had told him. What? If it were me, I'm sure there would have been a verse added to the story where it says, and then Sherry questioned God for some details and expressed how she questioned if this plan would work. Without batting an eyelash, older Abe, the man with no children at the time, pivots and sets out to go. I can't imagine the discussion falling where he had to explain this to his wife, Sarah. Countless times, we read of how Jesus had to pivot. One moment, the crowds would be with him, and the next moment, the Jewish leaders would be coming with a plot to take his life, and he would change his course quickly. Sometimes our pivots are quick, and others are methodical and planned out. The disciples and all of Jesus' followers had to pivot when Jesus was crucified on the cross. They were left fearful and confused, but after Jesus' resurrection and encouragement to them, they kept their faith in quiet. Their next pivot came when hiding away for prayer during a very public Passover. They experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other tongues. This secondary baptism empowered all those there with boldness, just as Christ had promised it would. Peter, who had been so fearful of being connected to Jesus at his crucifixion, became fearless as he proclaimed a word, a powerful message of salvation that saw 3,000 people come to understand that Jesus was the Messiah, and they put their faith in him. This same baptism is experienced by believers today and brings about the same boldness to witness and share your faith that it did back in Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Throughout the book of Acts, we read of countless pivots that were made by the early church. In Acts 6, the apostles decide to move away from the pattern in Judaism where only the priests or the leaders did the work of the ministry, to appointing lay leaders to help fulfill the calling to reach the world and run the day-to-day aspects of ministry. Acts 10 and 11 share the major discussions of whether or not new Jewish believers or even new Jewish believers had to be circumcised according to their Jewish customs in the past. They pivoted as they discerned God directing them in a new way. I think the clearest example in the book of Acts of pivoting is when Paul in chapter 16 was on a mission in Turkey, and God spoke to him in a vision, changing the route of his calling to Macedonia. This pivot resulted in the salvation of Lydia and the first church in Europe. Perfecting the pivot takes time, but it isn't something we need to fear. There are a ton of verses that can fill you with boldness if you're in a season of transition and change. As Joshua was fearful of pivoting to become the leader of Israel and not the assistant to Moses anymore, God spoke powerful words to him in Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Deuteronomy 31 8 is another promise from God to be with you in the pivot. Moses again reminded Joshua and all the people there, The Lord Himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And Philippians 4 6 to 7 that says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. You don't need to fear. God will lead you in perfecting the pivot. It's important to take time to ponder the pivot, a necessary step for every business, relationship, and personal life success, an integral consideration if you want to be and stay on the path that God has for your life. There will be twists and turns, but following when God directs a pivot will bring about the adventure of a lifetime. If this episode has stirred up feelings inside of you that make you question if God is leading you to pivot in an area, I think you might want to take my new Perfecting the Pivot mini course. In it, you'll be guided through practical examples and quick quizzes to help you as an entrepreneur, business leader, or regular person discern If it's time for you to make a change, I'll also provide practical steps you can take to implement any changes that you sense God is directing you in. It's a practical hands-on figure it out program ideal for when your mind is muddled, the direction is unclear, or you just have a sense that God is stirring your heart towards change. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 83, Perfecting the Pivot on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for the scripture graphics, links to the online course and information related to this show at soulh2o.com slash 83. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.